Hello and welcome to OTP Volunteer Table. I'm Don Kewelhorn. Uh, people come to the Playhouse for all sorts of reasons, and some stay for a while, then leave to explore other opportunities like um, pay the rent and have a family. Some just need to take a hiatus, then return with a new vigor. Our chat today is with one such Playhouse member, Nancy Albrecht. Let's hear what her story is. Hey. Okay. Thank you, Nancy Albrecht, for giving me some of your time to chat about you and the Playhouse and all that. My pleasure. So, tell me something. When did you start at the Playhouse? You got a concept of that? I've been with the Playhouse uh, about 30 years. Um, I started out in costumes, and then for a couple, three years, I was uh, uh, administrative assistant. And so you worked at the Playhouse? I did. I worked in the did office. Did you learn your lesson? <laughs> I learned lots of lessons. <laughs> yeah. So when you started with costumes, you were a, uh, a seamstress, a sewer, a uh, milliner, uh, something before that that allowed you to do this? Yeah, well, I've been sewing since I was about 13, just for myself and for family members. And um, I started working at Sofro Fabrics. And um, I started working at Sofro Fabrics. And uh, Fran Cole came in, and uh, who was a customer at the Playhouse. I waited on her. And she asked if I uh, was interested. And I said, yeah. And then that's where I learned a lot about uh, doing alterations and making of clothes, uh, knowing that if I made a mistake, it didn't matter. So once I learned the tricks of the trade, then I kind of started my own business and started making a little money at it. Yeah. So making, it doesn't matter. You make a mistake and it doesn't matter. When it, how does that happen? At the, at the playhouse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that never hardly ever happens. But, I see. but when it did, I knew I could correct it or it wouldn't show or, you know, it was a big learning experience for right. me. And there's something different between making clothes for day-to-day -day street wear and making clothes for stage wear, right? Absolutely. For, for stage wear, uh, you try to get away, uh, well, you usually have a budget. You uh -huh. try to get away as cheaply as you can, and you want to make the garment so it can be reused. So you want, you know, you don't want to... Um, make it fit the person exactly. You want to leave a little space for the next person. Or right. Now, how long have you been doing costumes? 20 years, you say? Yeah, 20 years uh, plus, and I took a hiatus for a while. And then they called me back to help with set construction, which was something new for me, which was fun. I learned how to use the tools. Not very well, but I have all my fingers. Uh, it, that was fun. I did that for a while, and then COVID set in, and now I'm back, and I'm doing set dressing and props. I've done some props before, but never set dressing, and that's big fun because I am a garage sale, estate sale person, and this gives me the opportunity to purchase, uh, well, we're doing Escanaba in the Moonlight. This gives me the opportunity to purchase uh, Upper Peninsula Deer Camp 
tchotchke on somebody else's money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have the excuse. There you go. Now it's not like you're willingly doing this. You must do it I for have somebody to. I else. have to go to garage sales. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good thing. What keeps you here? You've been here for 20 years, and obviously... Uh, you had you worked there for a while, so that would have kept you. But with the 20 years, what keeps you here? What keeps you coming back? Well, it's the people, the camaraderie. It's uh, you know, I, this term is way overused, but it's the quote-unquote family. But whenever I have an issue, uh, a car issue like I'm going through right now, I've had so many people step up and help me. Uh, it, and of course, we have our social gatherings and that's fun right so it's it's just mostly the camaraderie just and people being peop around and a lot of these people i've known for 30 years right so right. the challenge is still the same i mean if i i will we'll get into the challenges of uh of doing a set design and a set dressing but the challenges for um just maybe even costumes. If somebody says they need something quick, is that a is that part of the thing, or is it just too easy to do? Kind of? Well, in my case, it's it's pretty easy. Okay. I've done it for so long. Uh, somebody will ask me to do something. I want something, and right away I picture it in my mind. I know exactly where to get it, or how to make it, or uh, uh, you know. So it, it's pretty much secondhand to me now. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's get into the set dressing. This is your first first opportunity to set dress yes. to lead, or have you done set dressing before? Never, never. All All right. I, I, I've so, helped a little, but I've never been. Yeah, this in is charge. the lead set dresser. What does yeah. that What does that mean? Well, what it means to me, being that this is my first time, uh, the director will come up with a, an idea uh, the builders will build the set and he needs well there's certain props that they have to have they use them in the show and then there's he has certain things that he wants to de be displayed and so a lot of it is up to me um, and so you you get a concept for what it is now. Escanaba in the Moonlight uh -huh. is a deer camp in the UP. Correct. It is rustic. Yes. What what we saw, and I have a video out on the uh, the website that shows the construction of the camp. This is an interior, so we have rough hewn board on two by fours for the interior, and right now it's blank. Yes. And you're going to put up. Chachki. Yes. What does that, what does that mean to you? I mean. Well, what it means to me is, uh, well, of course, I have to get the furniture too, not just the stuff hanging on the walls. Okay. They built a bunk bed. They're going to build a kitchen counter, and they're going to bring in a refrigerator, and they're going to bring in a um, wood stove. Other than that, uh, I have to get everything else, and. Uh, so, and we're talking, we're talking. And we're talking make uh, make believe guns, not real guns. Right. Long guns that uh, are painted wood, nothing else. We have no 
weaponry of any type, active or inactive. It's all wooden yes. properties. Correct. Uh, you get a deer head. The, yes, got the a deer normal head. deer head because this is deer camp. Yeah. So we got that. What about what about glassware? There is uh, we we have some incidents, and so we're erroring on safety. What about glassware? Because they do drink some special libation that they make out of maple syrup out of mason jars. Correct. How are you working that? Well, I found plastic mason jars online. Uh, they kind of look like peanut butter jars, but what we did is we took the plastic top off and put a regular uh, gold color mason lid on there with the, the little sealer that goes on. Right. So they look more like a mason jar from a distance, but but they are plastic, so hopefully we won't have any incidences. And right. that's the only uh, glassware. They, they're going to have some beer cans. Of course, those are cans. But other than that, they don't handle anything else that's okay. breakable or okay. harm themselves. What, what are we talking about um, authenticity? Is there such a thing as authenticity in theater in the first place? And in this deer camp? I mean, how many deer camps have you researched? Well, actually, I've been to quite a few in my lifetime, so I know what it's all about. This one, I believe, uh, it goes back to the 1920s or 30s, so some of this stuff will be old, uh, and, and it's pretty much timeless. I really don't know what era they are in right now, but it doesn't really matter, because I, I can have items from, let's say, the 20s up to 2021, you know, nothing too modern though, because it is an old deer camp. But, but I'm going to put like snowshoes, the old, not the modern metal ones, but the old wooden tennis racket looking ones. Right. That and uh, I, I found at a garage sale a, a homemade gun rack, so they can put their uh, wooden rifles on it. And uh, I did find a 1924 calendar and uh, people have been donating signs and uh, oh I got old saws I got um, old magazines and a magazine rack uh, that's going to go next to the, the, the dad's chair um, oh I bought I found a couple old sleeping bags at a, at a church sale so they're the old kind that that I'm not going to wash them so they still have that canvas smell. And right. they, you open them up and they're flannel with the deer print. And they've been using those. So some of it is authentic. I'm, I'm trying to get old used stuff that's been at the camp for quite a uh -huh. while. So. <clears throat> do, you, do you do this all by yourself? Do you have other people helping? Do you have, do actors suggest stuff? Yeah, I, well, I've been doing the garage sale and the state sale circuit by myself, um, but people have been offering stuff online. I, I've got this, i got that, can you use this, can you use that? Uh, a lot of the actors have been bringing stuff in. Uh, yeah, people give me ideas, and uh, it's mostly up to the director and what he wants. I can collect this stuff and show it to him first before I position it. But uh, I've had a lot of people... Uh, I haven't gotten this stuff yet because we're not ready to s dress the set, but they're they're volunteering to bring in all kinds of stuff, right. and I'll look it over and, and see what will work and what doesn't work. Now, is, are these borrowings one way? Are they 
junking you or are they giving stu you stuff that you have to return? Some of it they're donating and I'll do whatever I need to yeah, do. I don't, mean to, I don't yeah. mean to suggest junk is junk, well, but yeah. it is a I, deer yeah. camp. That's right. So. That's right. Well, some of it, uh, they're just donating, and some of it uh, they're going to want back. So what I need to do is uh, make a list of who's donating what. And if it's something very precious, I'm going to you know, put their name on the back of it. So right. make sure if it's a family heirloom or something, make sure they get it back. Um, so... All the stuff I bought at the garage sales, um, I'll probably just donate that to the Playhouse or right. re-donate it to the Goodwill or something, the things that I've purchased, because it's not much. You know, a couple bucks here, a couple bucks right. there. Right. Um, what are you looking for? What kinds of things have you identified that you haven't found yet? Well, I would like a state of Michigan flag, kind of a, a, kind of a big one. Um, well, you know, I really can't answer that until they're going to build shelves and uh, once I know where the shelves are, and the kitchen, they're going to build the kitchen, and once I see all that finished, I'll know what I need for what space. So I, to answer your question, I'm, right now I'm just taking anything, and at the last minute I'll make a list of things that I think we'll, I'll need. Um, I could probably use some more, like uh, paintings, uh, some or or photographs of deer camp stuff because I need bigger things to hang mm -hmm. on the walls instead of a bunch of little stuff. So, so I'm looking for that for okay. wall art. <laughs> wall, wall art, nice. Yeah. So you're uh, we're when we're talking when in our chat today we're about a. We could, a week from now is opening night. Ooh, yeah, you're right. That kind of yeah. kind of sprung up pretty fast it there. It did. Well, we didn't have a lot of time because of the, the uh, youth group. Uh-huh, young company. Young company, thank you. Had the stage and the prop room and stuff, so we had to have them finish their their project. And once they were out of there, then we, we started moving pretty quickly. Uh, what we have left to do, uh, what I have left to do is... Uh, stain the two by fours to match the wood and once that's done then we can start hanging stuff i okay. don't really want to hang it before it's all stained you know, right that wouldn't you just have sense. to take it down take it down so or I like a, something i saw on youtube or on yeah on youtube where they they go through uh fails of construction and some of it where a painter will go around an object hanging on the wall and not lift the object yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Of course here, we don't care, it'll never be taken off right. until it, yeah. we strike. Yeah. But I, I think once they get the set done, and, and according to uh, the set builders, they're like 95% done. Right. So I think once it's done, I can move pretty quickly. It'll just be a challenge of gathering more stuff, but I'm not worried. I think people will come forward with all their objects and when did you when did you start well you knew let's see the audition in july but you mm -hmm. knew before july that you were the set dresser correct but it's tough to start collecting stuff that early right because you got to put it someplace well it was in my living room <laughs> <laughs> but i did work on this set 20 years ago when we did it uh, I did the costumes back then, so I kind of knew 
what they were after. So once uh, they chose me as set dresser, I, I immediately started researching. Mm -hmm. I gathered things from my house and, uh, like I said, went junkin'. And I just put it all in my in my living room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The young company, uh, whoever has a current performance or production, owns the house. Correct. They can put stuff wherever they yeah. want within reason. And mm -hmm. certainly, you can't bring your stuff in if their stuff is occupying your space. Mm -hmm. And now that it's uh, it's your house mm -hmm. to do that, you have it in the room, and you're moving stuff in. Mm -hmm. Uh, you still have stuff, obviously, to to collect. Oh yeah, I still have stuff to collect, but everything that I had in my house, and then I stored some stuff under the stairwell too at the playhouse. I moved all that up, so everything that I've collected so far is in the prop room, and I've got yeah. it all laid out kind of in categories. Uh, you know, the kitchenware here, the weaponry over here, the photos and the calendar you know it's kind of laid out in sections so you kind of have a handle. Are there, are there any properties that um, need to be staged for the actors or do they once once let me I think once they're on they're on right? Right well some of the things that well of course the, the there's 12 mason jars that need to be filled with uh, one of them is, a, is the the sap syrup which is supposed to be their whiskey they have one of those and then there's uh, some kind of a yellow liquid I'm not sure what that is but that has to be it's just gonna be water with yellow food coloring right. that has to be preset and then there's the the moose ball juice that they have to drink and that has to be made up ahead of time and I'm gonna put what, what's that going to be a uh, I'm not going to go into uh, what it what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Let's just say what it what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm going to just use milk okay. and get some whoppers uh -huh. and put them in there and crush them up a little bit. So it is supposed to have chunks, and it's it is one of the ingredients. They read the ingredients, and one of the ingredients is milk. So I'm going to have milk and whoppers to make it look like it's. So those have to be done before every show okay um, other than that I don't think so J just I, don't, I can't where well, I can't remember right now until the you know they start running the show but I, I think those are the only things that really need to be preset mm -hmm. everything else is in its place and or with their costumes like the ranger needs a a pad to write notes on and uh, that will probably be in the costume room with his costume because he pulls it out of his pocket. I guess, I don't know if that'd be my department or costumes department, but we'll figure that out. Sorry. I guess it's going to be a little bit of, uh, there's, there's a gray area there. Yeah, a little crossover. That you just don't know who, so it has yeah. to be done by somebody. And yeah, we'll it's work gonna it out. It's going to be done. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes the actor does it himself. Correct. I mean, if. Yeah. If everybody else is too busy or doesn't yeah. remember it or doesn't yeah. see it. Well, they want to make sure they have it, too. Yeah. They don't want to get on stage and, and reach for something, then it's not there. They want to make sure it's preset. Right. They have it before they get on stage so that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So now the, the set is constructed. Um, it's a Thursday. Today is Thursday. 
It is Thursday, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, okay. Tomorrow's garage sale day. <laughs> Friday. That's right. Yeah. You start the garage sale. <laughs> so when, how long is it going to take you? Right now, I know that the studs, the 2x4 studs in the uh, on stage are bare. Mm -hmm. um, from start to finish, are you going to do that all as one move if you can? Painting and then loading the yeah. stage? Yeah, once, once I'm ready to get in there, once the shelves are built and the studs are stained, uh, I'm going to start doing, I can probably get it, everything that I have, I can probably put it on stage in a day. Okay. And then I'll go from there and see what else I need to fill in spaces or um, something isn't going to work, they'll take it down. So I, I can probably get it, the gathering is takes the most but once I get things gathered mm -hmm. I can have it I can have it decorated in a day or two because it's just a matter of pounding nails on the wall and hanging stuff it's not like a real fancy set right where right. we have to have everything it's one of the benefits of this show it it doesn't have to be all exactly the same and match some criteria right. you don't want it it's to exactly <laughs> it's got to be a, an accumulation of stuff over the years right and that's how you build the deer camp just bring Oh, I needed this thing, so I'll bring it, and all of a sudden, it's a new item yeah. Uh, yeah. that appears in a in a deer camp. Yeah. So, um, this is your first set design. It's certainly not your thir first theater experience, show experience. Um, what's was there a trepidation? Were you when you were asked to be the dresser? Did you think about it? I did. I did. Well, it wasn't so much about gathering the stuff. Uh, it was the commitment. Mm. I wasn't sure if I had the, the time to do it. Uh, right. Once it's dressed, you still see, need somebody at every show to make sure that those 12 mason jars are full of right. stuff and uh, you know, things are preset. And I, don't, I didn't know if I could do every show, but I've had so many people put their hand up in the air and say, well, I can help, I can do a night, I can, you know, I can take care right. of it. And it's not that big a deal. I think once you set it, you know, some plays you have to be there throughout the whole run to make sure that everything is available to them. But once we get it set, I, I, we're done. Yeah. It's like the sec yeah, second act doesn't need anything special, so it's... That was my my fear of uh, fear of commitment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, it shows any show takes a commitment uh, of of something either before, like you've been working for mm -hmm. quite a couple of months, just collecting stuff, thinking mm -hmm. about what else you wanted, looking at the photos of the sh show that we did 20 years mm -hmm. ago, looking at other things um, to try and figure out what you wanted to put up, but then. That's kind of part-time commitment. It's when you had the time, the druthers, uh, but when you're into the show mm -hmm. in a week from now, mm -hmm. you have to be there. You have to. to make Somebody sure has to be there. Are, yeah, yes. something has to be there to do yeah. that. Yeah. So what's? Have you ever? Have you ever acted? Have you ever been? On no, stage? I tried out for um, fiddler. I just wanted to sing in the chorus. I didn't realize that you had to dance. Well, I can freestyle dance, <laughs> but to be have a choreographer and 
you know, two steps this way and one step this way and then turn around. I can't, I can't remember that. So I didn't do too well. I just thought, I thought I could just stand in the corner and, and sing with the chorus and get, a, you know, a cute little peasant right. costume on, but that's not how it works. So that was my only time, and that'll be my last time. So you're a backstage I'm girl. I'm a backstage girl, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your time. We have run out of it. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for giving well, a chat with me. Well, thank you for choosing me to be on your podcast. I'm flattered, and uh, it's been fun. Well, good, and uh, break a leg. I hope, uh, I mean... What can happen with with a deer camp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Nancy. All right. Thanks, Don. My thanks to Nancy Albrecht for giving us this chat. For this week of September 12, we have a good amount of activity at the Playhouse. September 13 and 14, director Denny Don Hunting will hold auditions for the Savannah Sipping Society. The play follows four women of senior status as they meet with life after 50. Auditions start at 6.30 Monday and Tuesday with possible callbacks on Wednesday. One additional role is available, again a female, no lines, all you have to do is walk on stage and die. Escanaba in the Moonlight plays Thursday the 16th through Sunday the 20th. Curtain is 2 p.m. on Sunday and 7.30 the other nights. House opens a half hour prior. In rehearsal, we have Godspell, which goes up in October. OTP Volunteer Table is produced in association with the Old Town Playhouse of Traverse City. If you have questions, concerns, would like to tell your story, or want to hear about someone else, send off an email to office at oldtownplayhouse.com. Our music today is Talkies by Hama Hama. This is the OTP Volunteer Table. I am Don Kuehlhorn, and we will see you on the boards. Mm-hmm.